Okay, so, so far I've made two podcasts. Um, I really don't know how many people are listening to this. And, you know, if someone is and they enjoying it, that's, that's great. So, um, what I wanted to talk about today is um, basically anxiety and how it affects, it, you know, what, what happens to me when I um, get a panic attack uh, or an anxiety attack. I don't know about you guys, but I can actually feel it because I start feeling like, you know, like when you start, when you feel hot but cold at the same time and you get this horrible feeling of dread, like something bad is about to happen and then your heartbeat starts pounding and you feel like it's going to literally come out of your mouth or your chest. It's like it's beating so fast. Um, the worst one I had, it probably lasted about a couple of hours where I couldn't bring my heartbeat down no matter how many breathing technique I used and what I tried and what I was trying to tell myself it kept going and going um and um yeah and anxiety it just feels like it's always there really and then it just goes into these panic attacks and it's a horrible feeling it's not just a mental thing it's also a physical um feeling where you feel sick you feel scared you feel terrified and like i said before for other things what i hate is when people tells me to just nap out of it it's like dude if i could i would fucking snap out of this but i can't and it's like people don't understand that they don't see the difference between wanting this and just this happening you know um, unless you've been there, it's really hard to explain. You can't control it. It's not like you just decide, okay, I'm going to get a panic attack now. It's going to last for two hours because I'm enjoying feeling hot and cold and stressed and, um, you know, and my heartbeat fucking killing me. And, you know, I love this feeling of having a heart attack 24-7. Yeah. No, you know, it's not that. It just happens. And sometimes something very small can trigger this. Like sometimes it could be a phone call or the way someone spoke to me or something that brings me back, something that triggers memories of stuff that happened to me. Um, and the thing is, it's really hard to find someone to talk about about these things too. Um, I've tried, you know, psychologists, psychiatrists, all kind of things, and they seem to just say, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And they don't seem to do anything. All they want to try and do is offer you meds, um, which personally I don't think is a solution. Um, that's my opinion. I might be wrong. I might change my mind in future. But at the moment, I just don't want to because I know I've got an addictive personality anyway. So I know myself. So I'd rather not go down that route if possible. Um, things that help me is um, petting my dog or my cat. Um, I've noticed it definitely doesn't help me talking to my husband about it because he doesn't understand and it just makes it worse. I know it's horrible to say, but it's the truth. And I think sometimes it's really hard to talk to your... Sorry, I got interrupted. So, yeah, so what was I saying? That, yeah, sometimes talking to your partner about these things doesn't help because they don't understand. And if they're tired of a word... They just don't get it. Um, and I don't think it's their fault. You know, I think sometimes people just don't know how to help you. And they think they are helping you, but 
in reality they're not because all you want is just a hug or someone that tells you'll be okay but they're trying to help you by saying oh you just need to talk to yourself or you just need to stop this or but you know you're a strong person this is something i really hate when someone tells me that i'm a strong person so why am i reacting this way well because i've been fucking strong for the past life and now I've had enough and, you know, my, my mind, my body can't just handle it anymore. They don't want to be strong anymore. Obviously, they can't, you know, because like I say, this is not a choice. I just don't decide to have panic attacks. It happens, you know. And um, unfortunately, what I've noticed is that there is still a massive um, taboo around this. People don't talk about it. And when they do, it's, you know, it's just... Either you get that look like, oh, I'm so sorry for you, oh, you put thing, you know, which I hate, or you get the opposite, which is like, ah, it's all in your head, you know, it's not real. And it's really hard to find someone who actually understands and says, oh, you know what, I've been through the same and I I know exactly what you mean. Um, And I think that would help. I really believe that, you know, talking to people that actually went through the same thing helps you. Um... You know, like I said, things that I do to stop these horrible things are petting my dog, um, drinking some water, washing my face with some cold water, you know. Breathing, some, there are some really good breathing techniques that you can find on YouTube. Um, those help too, you know. Um, I use the breathing technique when I realize that my heartbeat is literally out of control. Um, be, you know, because when your heartbeat goes that nuts, you just need to do that. So, yeah, it's really important to try and control your heartbeat and your heartbeat rate. So if you've got uh, one of those little oxygen stat, um, I suggest, you know, if you don't, I suggest get one. It's about £10 on Amazon and it's really helpful if you do have panic attacks because you can keep an eye on your heartbeat. And if you, you know, if your heartbeat goes really, really fast and it's just out of control, then just start doing some breathing exercises and trying to bring your heartbeat down by doing that because it's not good to have your heart going completely insane. Um, Last time that happened to me, I was actually in pain because I was trying to control it for such a long time that the morning after my back was seriously hurting because I was trying to, you know, it it was just horrible. So try and get that, try and keep that under control and check that out. Um, once you do that, try and write something down, you know, write down what happened so that you can see, you know, to me it helps to write like a kind of diary because then I can see why it happened, when it happened, and I try to see if there is a pattern, if there is something that triggers my panic attacks, what it is, um, so that I know, so that I can find a way of preventing them or controlling them a bit better you know because it sometimes it's really bad when that happens while you're out um and obviously you know it's really it's really it's bad because you feel embarrassed you've got no one to talk to you know so and um, obviously at the moment with everything that's happening you know it's really easy to get a panic attack outside because you you know because of you know there are so many more fights i mean i went out today because i needed to find out post office and in you know i was at the post office there was a fight at the post office and then i went to poundland and there was a fight in poundland because people are literally losing the shit at the moment 
Um, you know, I get personally get scared when people raise their voices and they start shouting. That is something that creates anxiety and panic attacks. I can't handle that. I literally can't. I used to burst into tears. I mean, that was that is one of the reasons why I had to leave um, a few jobs because of the way I was spoken to, the way people were shouting at me. I could not handle it. And when you when you suffer of anxiety and panic attacks and depression, you know, the way people speak to you makes a huge difference. And I'm not saying people need to, you know, talk to me and walk around me like, like they're walking on eggshells. That's not what I mean. But mentally, I cannot handle people shouting at me, screaming at me. And I mean shouting like when the face is like purple and they're spitting on you, that kind of shouting, okay? Um, so, yeah. So this is what I would suggest, you know, if you suffer from regular panic attacks and anxiety, get a diary, write down when it happens, see to, you know, write down and try to figure out why it's happening. Read it after a week so that you can follow um, the pattern, see if there is a pattern that you can, you know, work out, if there is anything that you can see, like if you, for instance, if you notice, okay, the phone rang, it was my boss and... Ten minutes later, I had a panic attack, and if that happened five times out of seven, then you, you know, for instance, then you know that maybe there is something in the way you handle your job or the way you speak to your boss, for example, that makes you uh, freak out and, you know, any triggers a panic attack. Or if it happens after you speak to your partner or um, if, you know, when someone knocks at the door, or if someone fights, or there is someone shouting, or, you know, try and figure out what triggers your panic attacks. And then once you know that, you can try and avoid those situations um, and control them a little bit better. I know that that helps me. And then find some breathing exercises that you can use. That helps a lot, really. It really does. Um, yeah, and that's all for now. I hope this helps a little bit. Stay safe. We're living in some mud days at the moment. Um, stay safe and take care. Bye.